The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Wow. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Welcome to another episode of Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. Riley with you as always, joined by Nick and Callum. Boys, welcome. Hello, Riley. How are you going? Hello, Riley. Hello, Nick. Callum. (laughs) Oh, good to be back, boys. Good to be back. And another win for each of us from round 19. Let's go. Good win. We're just too good, aren't we? <laughs> oh. Well, well, actually, not me, but, you know. No, mate. Let's start off with your um, your score from last round because that was something. Uh, 892. <laughs> but in saying that, you also had two players who didn't get you any points. Well, I had Joey Barnu not play and I didn't have a backup centre option, which was brilliant. And I had Kalen Ponga who got two <laughs> points. <laughs> I was blowing up Deluxe. As soon as he went off as well, I'm like, he's not coming back. Like, I just knew it. I said it out loud. I knew he wasn't coming back. And I was blowing up. I knew it too. Ridiculous. So, uh, he hit his head on the ground. He hit his, you know, he hit, it wasn't Matt Lodge's hand that knocked him out. It was he hit his his head on the ground and he knocked himself out. Poor bugger. It's quite unfortunate, mate. Quite unfortunate that you had Kalen Ponger in your team to begin with. But, Anyway, I think that's what you get. Uh, so where does that put you overall? And what was your, uh, who were your like top players from this round? Overall, I'm 7,568. Oh, just brilliant. Um, my best players were Reese Robson, 68, with a bit of a bounce back. Cam Murray and Nico Hines got 67. Payne Haas was the uh, top scorer, 83. Let's go, baby. <laughs> and uh, big David Pepita with 63. So, uh, yeah, loving it from those boys. Well done, Nick. Good job, mate. Let's move on to you, Cal. How'd you go? You had a pretty big freaking score, didn't you? Yeah, 1,063. I'll say it now. 95 overall amongst anyone that plays NRL fantasy. Let's go. <laughs> Let's try that. We love to hear it. And you yes. hear it first on three blokes NRL fantasy podcast. We bring in the big guns. Callum, that's a massive score and a good result from you, mate. Who 100%. were your standouts? Um, my standouts were Teddy, um, IPAPS, Cam Murray, new inclusion. So that was brilliant. Um, and then I just had the, the likes of Cleary and Hines as well. Also, Matthew Burton, 83. Absolutely Good fantastic effort. Um, and that, that uh, makes my overall rank now go to 514. So I've improved 300 ranks. So hopefully next week, if I can have a similar round, I'll be uh, close to the four threes, even 200s. Watch out. That is unbelievable. Congratulations to you, Callum. Quickly That's from right. me, I did have a win. I didn't think I was going to just because of a couple of performances to begin with from some players that I have in my team. But my overall rank now is 8,040. So I'm making my way downtown, baby. Uh, look, top players from me, IPAPS, Cam Murray. Uh, I also had Burton as well as Callum. Nico Hines did well, like usual. Reese Robson, Offen Gowie, and my new inclusion, 
back of my team, David Fafita. Oh, love that juicy 63 that he got me. So, uh, look, pretty happy, but compared to last round, I was in the thousands. This round, I just made over 900. So, always room for improvement. Hey, boys. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate, definitely. Um, you're catching me, though. I am. How many What's trades you got left? It's uh, a great question. Um, I have eight trades remaining. Wow. I, I only have six. Callum, what about you? That's really good, mate. <laughs> Callum. All right. Well, Callum has got some tips. Sorry, technical. Oh, oh. There he is. <laughs> six. I have six, boys. All right. All right. Good to know. Eight for me, six for both Nick and Cal. And that was round 19 in summary. So well done, boys. All right. Let's get stuck into the games for round 20. And let's start off with this one. Manly versus Roosters. We're not going to talk about Manly making the news recently. That's We're just going to put that in the past. Uh, just like the Titan season, <laughs> um, let's talk about the team changes coming into this game, Cal. Yeah, we'll have to talk about the uh, the thing happening at Manly here because there's a lot of changes happening. Uh, seven mm. players have stood down uh, this week. They include Josh Aloye, Jason Saab, Christian Tuipolotu, Josh Shuster, Hamole Olokowatu, uh, Kola and Sipley as well. Um, looking at the players who have come in for them, you've got Seki, Smalley, Lewis, Bullimore, Davey, Jakey Trevojevic, James Sengayara, and Morgan Boyle. Quickly through the Roosters, Joey Manu's back after missing last week, and he's named at centre. Lindsay Collins is also back starting at prop with Matt Lodge back to the bench. All right, question for you both. If any of uh, the coaches are worried about the players missing out this week due to the jersey mishap, um... Should they be worried? Should they be looking at trading? What do you think coaches should do? It's tough, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, I mean, um, you've got two players there, Rolf, so it's yeah. definitely tough for you. Oh, yeah. Riley was saying, I think I agree, someone like, if you have trades like him, he's got eight, I, I would probably move on uh, if you want to, if you, if you need to win this week or something and head-to-head or you're trying to move up an overall... He's going to probably sell Olakowatu, I think. Riley was saying. Oh, spicy! He might, oh might, my. might cash him down to the big pain house. <laughs> oh, cash down. Listen to that. I'm just going to cash down to pain house. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what he's going to do. My goodness. I'm, I'm not sure though. I'm not sure. I, I might need your help later on, boys, with uh, the best trade option for Olakowatu because look, he didn't do too well uh, last round. Only a score of 18. Break even 82. He is someone that is definitely easy to trade with his amount of 744,000. But like coaches like me who have him, is it time to move him on? Yeah, well, if you've got the trades, you can. But if you're keen to hold and you've got backup, then I don't mind that either. Yeah. Um, The other bloke really is uh, Cola. Or Cooler. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd be keen to hold him. Yeah, I'm, him. I'm I'm 50-50, to be honest. Well, 50-50. if you have him and Tail and May, 
I would probably be all right with selling Kohler. Yeah. Because they're both pretty similar, like coverage, you know, center wing fullback, similar price. But if you only have one of them, I would hold because there's no one. Who are you, who are you going to in a center cover and a wing fullback cover? Or- well, for instance, with my team, I've already got wing of fullback coverage. So I then look at maybe do I want to bring in a center and I'm lacking on edges so I could bring the lights of Telekai if I wanted in. But I'm not entirely sure. There's a little bit of. Yeah, but that's an upgrade then. So you're going to fo- that you're is- going to hopefully have cash in the bank to do that a little bit, not too much. But it's it's not really that much of, a, of an upgrade because Cola's at 512. Yeah. And Telekai's at 535. So it's not really that much, but it's, it's it all depends on your trades. Um, if you're happy with the balance that your squad is currently at and if you're just okay to hold because ideally you're not playing Cola anyway and he's just in your emergency. So, yeah, you probably hold. DCE, I captained him last week and boy, was I mad. Only a score of 50. Um, <laughs> yeah. I like I, it. Yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> I did get a higher score than you though, so I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, to be honest, I didn't see it coming because I didn't think he was going to perform. I should have probably captained Nico Hines, even Matt Burton. That would have been a great captaincy option, but mm. not the choice for DCE. Do you think he's still a halfback that you would want by the end of the, the season? Without a doubt. Oh, he's a just bit a, expensive just, now. Just but a bad yeah. game? Or... I'm, I'm not worried about his the score last week because... Manly had a few players out, so the attacking wasn't the greatest. Um, Dragons played pretty good, and I think it was also raining in parts of that game as well, so it's not always good for the backs when it's raining. He had nearly 40 points at halftime. I think it was like 38 or something. Yeah, he didn't do a lot in the second half, unfortunately. Nick, so Ruben, Ruben Garrick. Yeah. Mm. I was keen on him for people last week, I, I said, I think. It was last week. Um, and he didn't have the best score, but I think like base wise, he's one of the better wing fullbacks. Um, but I'm getting a wing fullback this week, obviously with Ponger out and I'm going for Tedesco who's 30 K more, um, just looks better. Um, Manly have a few out this week, so I probably wouldn't be keen to jump on him now. If you have him though, I would, I would keep him. Um, yeah, if I had him, I'd keep him probably. Unless you're having a few trades, you might want to go to Tedesco if you don't have him. It all depends on your team makeup. All right, let's move on to the Roosters then. Tedesco, um, continue, Nick. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm bringing him in for Ponga this week, I think. Um, yeah, okay. Bit of an upgrade though, so I'm going to have to find a bit of cash in a second trade. So, <laughs> yeah, he just... There? Um, well, I'm downgrading Jason Tamalolo. He's going, I'm pretty sure. Go on. Yeah, he's just absolutely trash. And yeah, literally brought him in. He's got four (laughs) 40s in a row. 47, 48, 47. (laughs) Mr. Consistent. Oh my God, he's peeing me off. Um, That's fair. Yeah, but Tedesco, he looks busy. Mm. Um, Yeah. He's just going to, and I think he's still underpriced. So I have to get him this week, I think. Yeah, 741. That's pretty good. Break even of 36. And he's made a couple of really good scores recently. So probably definitely someone you should look, uh, look at bringing in. Angus Crichton, though. Same story with him, Cal. Yeah, well, I think 
we all own him except for you, Rolls. I think you might have uh, jumped off the Angus Crichton train. Yeah, not a fan. Um, but look, I think he's still a hold. Um, unless he's like, and if he didn't score last week, his points wouldn't have been the greatest. Um, but I still think that he's easily a hold. He can just score you those base stats. And with that duel that he has, it's priceless pretty much. So just continue to hold him at this point of time. And finishing off with, uh, finishing off with Nat Butcher. Callum. He's back amongst the fantasy talks. So <laughs> I know a few people that probably wouldn't mind trading Angus Crichton to Nat Butcher. Mm. Um, but no, don't do that. Nat Butcher, though, if you're after someone who's a cheaper uh, edge, he's got that jewel as well. He scored decently. He got 54 on the weekend. I don't think that was from 80 minutes either. I think he had to go off for a HAA at one point. Yeah. I think so, yeah. He's um got a break even of 46, so you can afford to wait another week if, if you don't want to bring him in this week. Um, but all, all the defense of work that was um during that game was all his side. Um, but I think he's yeah, he's a decent option. And if you want someone that's a little bit cheaper, then get on board. All right. Uh Manly C uh Manly Roosters, sorry. So um who's winning, boys? Nick, who's winning? I'm going to go Roosters with all those players out. Cal? Roosters 13 plus. Gamble we'll responsibly. Go. Oh, can I just mention? Yeah, yeah here we go. Ah, here we go. <laughs> I told you to get on it. Nick's picks. It's a special. And they, they flogged him. Paro trash. Easy hmm. money. All right. You got, you got a Nick's picks for us today, mate? Um, I'll let you think about find it. out. Yeah, yeah. righto. Great. Uh, I'm going to go Roosters as well, but that is going to be the first game of round 20. Manly, Roosters, 10 to 8. Thursday, put it in your calendar. Don't miss it. Let's move on to Friday's games. The first one, it is the Warriors taking on the Storm. Boys, what's going on with the Storm at the moment? It is unbelievable scenes. Crazy. Yeah, I haven't seen them lose four games in a row for a while, but have faith. They're a good side. Don't, no need to worry. They're going to get five in a row, mate, <laughs> up against no. the Warriors this week. No, they're, they're fine. No need right. to panic. All righty. Well, let's go into the team changes for this one, Cal. Right. Well, the Warriors, um, after being dropped to the bench last week, Reese Welsh starts at fullback with Chanel Harris-Savita shifting to 5-8 and Dejan Arzi back to the extended bench. With that, Freddie Lussick joins the bench. Uh, other changes are Jesse Arthurs, uh, who is out. Marcelo Montoya moves to the centres and Edward Kosi um, starts on the wing. Jack Murchie is also out. Josh Curran um, is back starting on the edge. And Jack, Jackson Frey, I believe, or Fry, he's on the bench. Okay. Um, looking at Storm, they appear to be unchanged. So let's go. Let's go indeed. Let's go Tohu Harris, who's doing wonders for teams. Callum? Yeah, I'm loving it. Me the, too, bloke's, the bloke's carving up. He's had mm. a couple of 60s now, a 50, and he played 80 on the weekend. So obviously with the the bench that the Warriors had, he had to, but I think he's still maybe in a position this week to play 80. And it's going to be a lot of defend defensive work, I think, uh, for Tohu this week coming up against Melbourne. So there should be a lot of base stats coming his way. Um, and I think he's just, yeah, someone that you just continue to hold and he'll probably potentially end up being a keeper. So just hold with Tohu. 
I totally agree. A couple of points there. As soon as Reese Walsh came onto the side for the Warriors, you saw a lot more attacking plays from them, which I think if Reese Walsh is now starting in the team, you're going to see a lot more of Tohu Harris making some breaks in that, which, and look, Melbourne Storm defense is looking crap at the moment. It's not looking too good. So hopefully Tohu Harris can make a difference for us. But in saying that as well, Cal, the Warriors aren't going to make the top eight. No. He has a break even of 37. He's getting scores above 50 each week. He's going to keep making us money. He's going to do really well for us for when we want to trade going into the finals. He's going to be good. That's just my opinion anyway. Excellent. All right. You and Aiken. Nick, hello. <laughs> Mate, I was just sitting back listening to that. It was a really good analysis from you. Though. Oh, stop it. You and Aiken. What's going on? <laughs> Not good. Well, I was thinking of bringing him in possibly last week and um, just decided to go elsewhere. And it was probably a good decision in the end. He only got 31. Um, it's because I don't have a second gun center. I have Joey Manu, um, who hopefully is back this week. He's been named. so. Um, but I wanted to pick up Aiken or Burton, but Burton's way more expensive. So, so I thought Aiken might be a better option. But I don't know. He just... He gets these 30-odd, like a 30-odd score every now and then, and then he'll get you a 70. So, yeah, it's a bit interesting. I'd hold him if you have him um, and just wait if you don't, like myself. And you might be able to sneak him in maybe down the track with these four new trades we've got. <laughs> I don't know what you said. Well, Callum has Aiken. I don't have Aiken. Callum, you're holding him, obviously. He's a keeper. He's a gun. He's a hold. He's a bloke. He's all good. He's a bloke. <laughs> um, Harry Grant, he's also a bloke. He uh, he had a tough weekend. How many demerit points did this bloke have? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see it. He had. Let, let me just calculate it. Nick, you talk about Harry Grant because you brought him in um, last week. Yeah. Well, how's that decision worked out for you, mate? Well, he got 55. I was pretty happy. Yeah. So... <laughs> Um, yeah. And they lost, so, like, yeah. I just, if he can get me that and they lose, like, that's fine in the conditions they were playing in. And he, he will get those 70-point scores when he ducks over for a try or gets those line break assists or line breaks himself when he runs out of dummy half. And there's no one else competing for his spot, really, at hooker. Brandon Smith, when he comes back, might, but I doubt it. Um, so yeah, Harry Grant for me, it was just an obvious choice to pick up still is an obvious choice for a pickup at hooker. Like he's clearly the second best hooker, maybe third best. Cause I got Reese Robson as well. He's doing really good. So Harry Grant and Reese Robson are definitely two and three apart from you know, Damien Cook's number one, I think. So yeah, if you don't have him, bring him in. Well, I just did a quick calculation there. Um, yeah. Harry Grant would have scored 74 if he didn't have 19 demerits. So you love to hear it. But that's that's really good still, though, getting 55 from 70. Like, you you take that. But 74 from 70, hello. No. Yeah. Well said, Cal. Well done. Nick Meany. Nick Meany, mate. What is happening with Nick Meany? That's, yeah, good score over the over the week. But a um, bit awkward with pricing at the moment. He is awkward, but he's a cheaper option um, if you're wanting to bring in a starting fullback who plays in a, a decent team at Melbourne. Um, 
You just got to be cautious, though, of all these rumors are going around that Melbourne are looking at getting in uh, an outside back because they'll probably most likely take that uh, fullback position off him. But if he continues to be um, starting at fullback, he'll score decently. Um, I wouldn't expect him to score 50s every week, but probably more towards the, the 40s. And if he scores a try, then he'll probably get into the 50s, maybe even 60s. And if Melbourne score a lot of points, he is their goal kicker as well. So he'll get those extra points added on there. And finishing off with the moneymaker, Cameron Munster. Pretty good score over the weekend as well, Nick. Yeah. Um, if I didn't have um, other people to bring in, like if I already had Tedesco and I Zay I think Cameron Munster would be next on my list around this price point. Like he is he is someone that's still underpriced, I think. Um and he's a bit of a point of difference player for your team. Um, and he'll be fired up to, to run into finals here with the Storm after a few losses. He'll be wanting to carve up. He, he, you know, he scored 53 on the weekend and he's looking, you know, he's looking involved all the time, which is good. So if the Storm can start to click, he'll be scoring well. Um, yeah. Big score up against the Warriors this week, mate. Yeah, probably. I'm assuming so. Uh, it's over in New Zealand, though, so that's always interesting. Mm. And coming off the back of four losses, you got to think the mindset of the Storm is just going to be a little bit out of whack. But let's see what uh, Bellamy can do with the team, eh? So who's winning this game, boys? Warrior Storm. Cal? Easy. Melbourne. Oh. 13 plus or? Yeah, what are you going here? Right. Put some money plus. on it? 20 plus. Put some money it's on fixed. it. Hey? Yeah. You can't just announce all these picks and then not put money on it. So what do you do with fantasy as well? You're like, bringing this player, bringing this player, and you don't do it. Gamble cool. responsibly. I think Storm just get over the line. I agree with Nick. I think it's going to be actually a tighter game than we are underestimating. All right, great. Let's move on to the next game on Friday. It is Parramatta taking on Penrith. Oh, this is going to be a cracker. Yeah, it's going to be a going to be a good game. Cal, changes coming into this one, mate. Parramatta, looking at them, Bryce Cartwright joins the bench with Jake Arthur out. Good. All right, Panthers, Jerome Luai is out. Uh, Sean O'Sullivan is in for him. Likewise, Stephen Crichton is out after having a bit of his ear bitten off by Mike Tyson. I mean, Dale Finucane's hit last week. Uh, Robert Jennings is in for him. Uh, Charlie Staines also joins the bench. Love your jokes, Cal. Great inclusion oh, yeah. in the body, mate. Crap Every ups. week. Love it. Wait I'll tell you me. what, yeah. I don't know if you boys saw that, but that Stephen Crichton, how he had that bit of chunk taken out of his ear. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that was nasty. It was something else. I'll tell you that much. The poor bloke. Let's start with Ivan Cleary's son. Is he still the best player in fantasy or nah. is someone overtaking him? <laughs> Mate, he's trash. But you know what? Mm. Jerome, Jerome Luai's out for six weeks. So all the attack is going to Nathan Cleary. All the kicking is going to Nathan Cleary. He's probably yeah. going to score better. Uh, uh, so I'll be keeping the C on him. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep the captaincy on Nathan Cleary unless you're wanting to go, you know, way up in the, uh, the, the overall ranks. But Nathan Cleary, set and forget. The bloke is the best in fantasy. 
I don't care about the new kids on the block trying to take his title. He is still the GOAT. As simple as that. And if you don't have him, what are you doing? Delete app. No, right. well, I don't have him, but I don't need him, bro. I don't need him. I'm actually no. doing pretty you're, well You're still posting him. really good scores, so. Yeah. But in, in saying that, yeah, if I make it to finals, currently I'm sitting sixth on our ladder, our comp ladder, which I'm pretty happy about. I think it's the highest up I've ever been. Uh, but in the end, I will look to see the bring in Nathan Cleary. I will need to make changes and trades to bring him in for sure. But at the moment, I don't really need to. I'm going to wait till he goes down in price. I'm going to wait till he's in the 800, okay, baby. Yeah. Look at his break even. 78 oh. for break even, and he's getting what 60s? Come on, bro. I just hope next week when we play each other and you don't have him and I captain him and he goes large when I win easy. He won't go large. It appears we'll go large. I'm putting the go. captaincy on Nico Hines, and you can put the yeah. captaincy on Ivan's son, and I'm still going to beat you, you fool. I got the Raiders next week who, you know, who do they almost lose to on the weekend? Warriors. The Warriors. Uh-oh. But Sharks have got Dragons, so. Oh, yeah, but look what happened with DCE. Hello. Anyway, Nathan Cleary, look, 65 over uh, during last round, break even of 78. He's priced at 919. Is he going to continue to lose money, boys? No, he'll just hover. He'll just hover around that price. He's hovered around that price for a while. Low 900s. He'll go up to like 950 and then back down to 900. Okay. He'll crack the million again. You watch. He won't. He won't. <laughs> Put money on it, mate. See where that gets you. I tell you what, There's who, no betting for we're not betting. This is not a betting show. anymore. Anyway, we're not talking about clear anymore or betting. We're talking about Isaiah Yo. And he really annoyed me on the weekend with a score of what 35. Good. Rage trade. Rage trade. Rage trade. No, no, I'm not gonna rage trade. I was just disappointed with his efforts over the over the last round. Downgrade him to paint ass. That would be my <laughs> advice. Actually. No, oh, no. I'm going to, I'm, no, going no. to hold. <laughs> I'm going to hold and I think other coaches who are like me who have him should hold hey Cal yeah he's a hold yeah let's hope if he let's hope to see him get over 50 this week 35 ain't good it's not good Isaiah Papali'i though 70 that was a good score hey yeah it was against the Bronx um, I was going to get him in this week, uh, but then I'd have to make more trades and I don't want to use all my trades. So I'm only going to use two. I'm going to get Tedesco instead of IPAPS this week because Tedesco's got a lower break even and IPAPS is playing Panthers. So he mightn't score, you know, 70. He might be around the 50 to 60 mark, hopefully. Um, but yeah, he's definitely underpriced. Um, I need to get him in my side. Cal, you looked very uncomfortable when Nick was saying that. I got a cramp. <laughs> oh, I thought you were just. I've had to relocate, and I'm Sorry, not in the position. Sorry, so what? Did you Sorry, say you had cramp in the groin area? Hey, eh? <laughs> you absolute. <laughs> what have you been doing today? <laughs> we're moving on to Sean Lane. Sean Lane. Sean Lane. Uh, priced at six nine seven. Why is he on this list? Yeah, why? The blokes are pod boys. He's, got, he, he's been scoring decently. He got 71 on the weekend. Bring him in. But he is expensive. <laughs> so don't bring him in. But he's a pod if you want him to go that way. 
if you make a trade, please message us on our Facebook page, Three Blokes Under a Fantasy Podcast, and tell us that you have Gordon Lane, and we'll just we'll give you a shout out next potty. How about that? Let us know on our Facebook page if you've done that. All right, Ryan Madison, someone I traded uh, a while ago, and I'm quite happy that I did. Forty one, uh, break even of eighty two. If you have them, what are you doing? Disappointing, isn't it? But if you, if you've held him this long, you got your forty one. Uh huh. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no. surely most people would have jumped off. No way that you should look at bringing him back in, or just he's he's done with fantasy. I don't. I don't like him starting. No, I prefer him when he comes off the bench and just plays that sixty minute role and just plays through the middle, offloads left, right, and center. Scores about thirty points offloads. 20 points tackle breaks and then does like five tackles. So, but no, he does more than that. But no, he's, um, he's definitely no, no, no one should be going near him at this point in time. All right. Boys, who's winning? Eels, Panthers. What's going on? What's the story here? Who's winning? Panthers. I'm going to go Eels for some reason. <laughs> I couldn't even beat the Broncos. They're not going to beat Panthers. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. It depends what the price is. If the price is oh right, goodness. I'm the, the price is right. Can I just mention as well, Broncos are actually looking half decent. They're looking yeah. pretty Thank good. you, Arlie. Thank you. It's the only time I'm going to say it. So save that audio, put it as your ringtone. I don't care what you do with it. I'm going to go Panthers. Um, not, I'm going to go less than 13 though. Want to put money on it? I'm not going to put money on it. I don't bet. bet. I'm just letting you know my opinion. Anyway, so that's the last game on Friday. Parramatta Eels taking on the Penrith Panthers 5-8. to Uh, Then we move on to Saturday's game, Super Saturday. This is going to be a fun one to watch. It is the Gold Coast Titans taking on the Canberra Raiders. Oh, my God. Kevin Proctor, go have your vapes, you bloody... I'm not even going to say the word because I have to bleep it out in editing. But Kevin Proctor, what are you thinking? Um, <laughs> Callum team changes coming into this one, mate. Ryan Kelly starts the centre with Patrick Herbert shifting to the wing. Tino Fasumala Awi starts at prop, and Aaron Clark starts at lock. Uh, the Raiders unchanged from last week's win. All right, go the milk. Go the milk. <laughs> Let's start with a MILF, David Fafita. I am loving him back in my team. And boys, last episode, you said, uh, you said, Riles, bring him back in, put him back in your team. And I did so. And I love it because he ended up getting me a pretty good score of what? 63. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> love you. I got him. Yeah, I got him in as well. So, yeah. I'm- he didn't really look too involved, though, in the game, to be honest. So it's a bit of a worry, but at least he got 63 without doing a lot. Mm. So. Scored a try, but that was just a, a put-down try. There was no yeah. any uh, extra points added to it. So Yeah, he didn't go on any, any big bustling runs with tackle breaks. But mm. anyway. But 63 off really Can't no complain with, is yeah. great. Yeah. Um, and I don't think he's a must-bring-in, though. No, he's not a must-bring-in, but... I think I've done the smart thing when I had him to begin the, the season and then he was going through a tough patch and then I sold him off, brought in someone else and now he's kind of lost price. Hopefully he can increase his price a little bit. I think maybe I've done an ingenious move here, but we'll have to see how he goes this round. 
Uh, Aaron Clark, though, boy, he had a he had a pretty good game on the weekend, Cal. Yeah, it's interesting with Aaron Clark. He's had back-to-back decent uh, good scores, and it's all about that role that he's moved into that um, I heard Justin Holbrook has been wanting to do for a while, but uh, their backup hooker and Aaron Booth, who's now their starting one, he had a couple of injuries and he had to come back through um, the Queensland Cup. So he's now in the side, obviously. But Aaron Clark, yeah, he's scored a 76 uh, week before from 58 minutes and 58 from 54. And he's just he's just a, a work um, workhorse in the middle. Like he mm. had seven tackle breaks. So there's 14 points straight away and he's had 24 tackles. So it's pretty decent. Um Obviously, he's at an awkward price. He won't get that jewel, which is a bit annoying. But if he keeps this role for next year, it's just one to put down, you know. He might be uh, a decent option. Um, but in regards to picking him up for this season as a set-alone hooker, I don't mind it, to be honest. Oh. If you can, you know, if you're not too concerned that if Aaron Booth gets injured, then he's going to move back to the hooker uh, rotation. Um, and obviously if he can keep this starting spot at lock, but he looks a lot Mm. better. The team looks a lot better as well when he's on there at lock. So he's not the worst option and he's a pod, but in my opinion, you still got to go for the top three in cook, uh, Grant and Robson as you, as your hooker targets, I think. And speaking of Aaron Booth, uh, what a cheapy late addition to our cheapy segment, Nick. Do you reckon it's still worth trying to bring him into your team as a cheapy option to get you a little bit of of money? Yeah, don't mind it. Um, I only didn't bring him in because he's just hooker and like I can't use him in any position really other than obviously hooker. Um, if your team has only one hooker in it though, I think it's still perfectly fine to bring him in. Um, but for me, I already have a backup hooker. Um, so... Yeah, I'm gonna let him let him pass through, but he's looking okay. Um, so don't mind it if you want to bring him in. To be honest, all right. Uh, oh. Jojo Fafita. Jojo Fafita. What his name is spelled so weird to, pre- to compared to how it's pronounced on air. Jojo Fafita. He's um he's been a bit of a standout, lads. Yeah, he's. Been doing all right, and he scored a 36 last week. Um, it's got that negative four break even as well. So, how good he's going to continue to go up in money if you own him, and he's still reasonably cheap as well. If you're wanting to have a cash down, obviously he's not basement price, but he's at 306k. So, if you're wanting to jump on, don't mind it. Now, is is he dual as well? I didn't have a look at that, Nick. Do you know if he's dual, mate? Uh, I'll look. I'll have right a quick now. look. No, he's just wing fullback and he's 300, 300, 300, 300. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think it's a, a bad option. If you missed really. Will Kennedy, I'd go him. 100%. Uh, yep. I think he, he looks good. So I think he'll have that spot and he's, you know, a bright future at the club. So may as well get on board if you're wanting to. All righty. Let's go to Jamal Fogarty. Pretty good score. Last round, lads. 76. Pretty decent. Yeah, he's a bit of a pod. I think yeah, last I time like I saw it. he's in 0.6% of teams. I don't like it. You don't like Nick, him? Tell me more. I just don't like it. Um, Jack Whiten's there. I know Fogarty does most of the kicking and stuff. Um, 
Canberra are just a bit of a weird team to have fantasy players in. That's just my opinion. So, yeah, I'd just be, it was against the Warriors. Let's be real here. So, I still think that he's a decent pickup, though, because he'll get those 50s and they've got an easy run home. So, if people like, say, for instance, you can't afford the top guns, I reckon he'd be in the, the top five. Yeah, I'd probably lean maybe, yeah, him and Reynolds are d- difficult. I might yeah. lean Fogarty maybe because he's cheaper, but I just don't think it's worth it. He's That's probably right. looking better than Mitchell Moses, though. <laughs> yeah. And Adam Dewey. <laughs> Outstanding. Huh, yeah. What a joke. <laughs> Someone who's doing really well is Josh Papali'i. 73, last round. Uh, break even of 42. He's only priced at 640. So is he one to keep an eye on, lads? Yeah, I guess keep an eye on him, but I don't like him as a fantasy player. Gee, you got something against Canberra Raiders, mate. Yeah, I do. I may have to agree with Nick. I don't particularly like him either, but he can score a lot of points with limited minutes. Like I think before he went off it, after playing... Oh, possibly 30-odd minutes or just shy of 30. He was already over 50 points, so right. he can score quickly. And that's pretty much because of his tackle-breaking ability and his offloads. Like that camera pack, they get offloads for fun. So He scores but, well against bad defense. So yeah. It's just something right. I don't like. I wouldn't buy him. I'd, I'd probably lean towards this, the next bloke, but he's obviously a lot more expensive. And who was that, Kellen? That's uh, Tarpany, Joseph Tarpany. Up and baby. 64. Yeah. 834. And he um the thing is he has a very high break even of 69. So if you don't have him in your team, what do you do? He's too expensive, but if you if you got on him, you're laughing because he's he's done really, really well. He's Continued to score those 60s and even 70s, and we didn't think he would be able to after he did that monster score against, I believe it was the Broncos when he got that 90-odd. So, yeah, um, yeah, he's definitely a pod. He's a hold, but I, I don't know if he's a buy just because of his price. All right, and let's finish off with uh, Xavier Savage. Now, we brought him in as a cheapie. He's made a bit of money. He's at around 450K. Do you see him making any more money for us lads or is it maybe time to consider bringing in another cheap option or even trading him for someone else completely? Calm, do you want to go? Or do you want me? <laughs> oh, I'd trade him. Oh, yeah. Him? Yeah. Well, I'm not trading him this week though. Um, I will be, I, I am going to trade him probably next week. Um, but depending how he goes this week, it's against the Titans, so he might be able to sneak over for a try. Um, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm planning on moving him on very shortly anyway. So yeah, he's not a keeper in your team. He, he's made his money. He might sneak up towards the 500K if he gets a decent score this week, which would be great for me. But yeah, it's, it's fine to sell him. Yeah, time to bring in the big guns, move him on. All right, so uh, that is going to be the first game on Super Saturday, Titans v. Raiders. Who's winning this one, lads? I'm going to go Raiders. Titans have a good record at home. That was last season, so Raiders. <laughs> you know what? 
you know what? They're dual win. I'm going to go Titans. That's fair. I actually don't mind that, to be honest with you. I think they're just going to be a little bit fired up. I think Justin Holbrook is in a bit of a tricky situation with his role at the moment with the Gold Coast Titans. So I think it's either do or die for him. So I think his team are either going to rally for him and perform well, or they're just going to say it's time for a change, bring in a new coach. But again, I think Titans have got something this week, so hopefully they can get a win. All right, let's move on to the next one. But before we do that, I'd love to thank our sponsors of the potty. So a big shout out to Harsent Photography. They are the service you need at your party or special event. They've got professional photography, videography, and some of the best DJs in Southeast Queensland. Want to find out more? All you need to do is jump online, harsentphotography.com, and you can find them on all social media platforms. And our other sponsor, massive thanks to Wolf Consulting and Risk. They are a Brisbane-based consulting firm. They service clients Australia-wide, and they specialize in the areas of risk management, litigation support, and restructuring. Let's move on to the second game of Super Saturday for round 20. It is the Cronulla Sharks taking on the Rabbitohs. This should be a great game of 40 boys, but of course, team change is coming into this one, Kel. Yeah, for the Sharks, uh, Dale Finucane starts at lock, um, although he might miss the game. If so, Cameron McInnes will probably most likely move into that starting uh, side. Rabbitohs, real quick. Daniel Saluka for feeder starts at front row in place of Mark Nichols, the goat. So that is it this week for the team. List changes. Yeah, the goat. Yeah, right. Tell you who's the goat. It's Nico Hines. <laughs> Nico Hines is the goat for 2022 fantasy. Captain him. I am. Watch me. Watch me win. Nico Hines, boys, he's made a lot of money. Break even of 70. But, you know, he's averaging around that every game anyway. So, it's mm. he, he's a set and forget, in my opinion, as captain. Not not this not this Nathan Cleary bloke. It's Nico Hines, baby. Through and through. Up I the Canada Sharks. Couldn't, couldn't argue against you really there. So, um, they've got a pretty good run to the finals. So, he's, yeah, he will score fairly well. Um, yeah. Simple as that. I'd probably captain him over Daly Cherry Evans um, as well, if you don't have Nathan. Yep. It's pretty, All right. Great. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Cameron McInnes, he's um he's a spicy option for your team, Callum. I moved him on last week. Oh, uh, I was pretty happy I did. And he got 45, and the bloke that I bought him got 67, so clear upgrade there. Um, it's interesting with McInnes, though. It depends if what happens with Finucane. If he's out or not, um, if McInnes gets that starting spot, I'd probably hold him. If he doesn't, though, I'd probably move him on. All right. Uh, Talakai. Talakai, he's, he's been an interesting bloke through every episode of the potty. He always seems to come up in conversation somehow, but what's the uh, final result we need to know from him, Cal? Is he, is he someone that you need to have in your team, or is he just the bloke that we're going to keep discussing throughout. I don't know, to be honest. Like, I am 50-50 on potentially bringing him in this oh, week. Oh, bring him in. I, I like I like the Sharks draw. We've been talking about it. Nico Hines, we think he's going to score well. Talakai's going to, you know, he could bounce off that and he could score well himself. He's got Manly coming up. And what did he do last week versus Manly? He scored 90-odd and one half of football. That's right. Please put him up against Morgan Harper again, please. <laughs> 
please. Um, look, he's an interesting option. He's still decently owned. I think I saw his ownership was maybe in the 14 percent. I'll just double 14 percent, you reckon? 14 percent own Talakai still. He's dropped a lot in price, he's got the jewel. He might be someone that I might be able to loop with Adam Dewey each week if Dewey doesn't uh, lift his game. In saying that, though, it's going to be a risky move. Um, uh, I don't know. To be honest with you, I'm I'm 50-50. I'm, I'm split about it. Nick, do you think it's a good idea to bring him in or do you think it's just stick with who you've got? Um, the only way I see you bring him in for me, he's more of like a luxury trade yeah. but um, or an injury trade that you might have to do. The only other way I can see you doing it, say like myself, I'm going to be selling out Ezra Mam and Xavier Savage. You might be able to bring in, if you have enough cash in the bank, two guys around this price like Nat Butcher and Talakai. That's the mm-hmm. only other way I'd probably justify bringing him in just as cover on the bench or something. Maybe yeah. play him, yeah. I mean, no, it's probably I, I not agree. a bad option. Like It's not a bad option. I keep saying to myself, if I'm going to trade out Cole this week, who's going to be there next week, it's just a luxury trade really for me. And I, may as, I, I think I might as well just hold uh, those six trades, but I'm tempted. I am so tempted to do it, especially after Cole got 20 last week. Yeah, uh, that's tough for you. It is. Latrell Mitchell, uh, another, oh, would you call it a good score, Cal? 48? Yeah, I think it was good. Considering he was versing Melbourne, um, he is now currently priced at 666K, which I don't like that number. So hopefully he can continue to go up in the price or I don't care, just drop, do whatever you want. Um, but I still think he's a decent target. Um, we've been saying that the draw is tough for Latrell and also the Rabbitohs, and it's another tough week coming up against the Sharks. So I wouldn't expect him to score ridiculously, probably around maybe the 40 mark again, maybe low 40s, who knows. Um, but like he, he was involved in a couple of decent plays last week, Nick. I'm not sure if you watched that game, mate, but down that left side, his creativity and um, the ability for him just to do those late offloads and get those try assists with Alex Johnson, it's a good combination. And I think he can score points pretty easily that way. What do you yeah. think, mate? Yeah, I think he's a keeper wing fullback. So if you want to get him, you can get him. Um, yeah, nothing uh, nothing will talk uh, me out of getting him unless that, but I can't get him because I don't have enough trades. <laughs> <laughs> that, um, that offload that he did to what's his face on the wing, that was Alex Johnson. Yeah, that was magic. That little kick through, regather, offload, oh. beat the defenders, set up the try. I think he, he, he missed a lot of goals too. He so did. there's more points he could have scored. Yeah. Um, but I don't know how many points we scored in this one. I think it might be a low-scoring game. All right. Uh, Damien Cook. Still the highest, pay, the, the um, dearest player to bring into your team, but ideally someone that you would want in your team. Beast. Beast. He's a beast. To be fair, I didn't that. think he had a great round. <laughs> 64 yeah it's good but he just i don't think he played overly well i just don't think he he did too he much was, he was in the 70s and he lost points yeah um 
the next next day once they um updated him. I still think he's a gun. You if you can target him and bring him in, you may as well. I don't know how much cheaper he'll get. He might get maybe under the nine hundred at one point, but he's just going to average around the mid sixties for the remainder of the season. So he's without now a good scorer. And we talk about Latrell and the Bunnies having a tough run, like. It might not be good for Latrell's points, uh, but Damien Cook tends to score, and it's a bit odd. He scores better against the worst, well, the worst teams, against the uh, the better sides, the top eight sides. So yep. he just competes and competes for that, uh, for that bunny side. And I think if you can get him, good on you. He's a great buy, but if not, then you just have to stick with the Grant, the Robson, or even the Aaron Clarks. Love it, Cal. Cameron Murray. Now, you just brought him in, Callum. Hello. Good good choice, my friend. 67. Nick, jealous, mate? What are you going to do? You going to buy him? <laughs> what do you mean? I you already got him. him. <laughs> I mean, you absolute gimp. I brought him in before oh, you. I know you did. Uh, you've got him as well, Riley. I think you traded Angus sure Crichton do. out for him. Yep, sure did. So, we all are, we're all laughing at the moment, aren't we? Great really? decision yeah. from us, lads. Really yeah. good. Uh, Sharks, Rabbitohs, who's winning? Oh, God. Cronulla at home. I'll just go, I'll just go Rabbits because Callum went Sharks. I'm going to go Sharks at home. I think it's... I think uh, Nico Hines going to have a great round of footy. If you have him, put the captaincy on him. Don't put it on <laughs> Ivan's son. All right? Good. It's, it's going to be a close game, I reckon. 50-50. All right. But Cronulla. Up Cronulla. Let's do it. That's going to be second game on Saturday, followed by this beast of a game. Broncos up against the West Tigers. Do we bring up what happened, lads, with the West Tigers last round? What an absolute stitch-up this was. Callum. Well, (laughs) I I don't mind. This is the biggest stitch-up in NRL history. Cowboys still would have been second on the ladder so it's all good and look it's not the greatest um i feel sorry for the west tigers as everyone says and i think they should as well life goes on all right bronx tigers team changes coming into this one mate broncos jordan Pereira and brinko lee they are out of the side delois huita and dane mariner are promoted Tigers, Luke Garner is out of the side and Alex Seyfarth starts on the edge. Interesting. Interesting. Tell you who else is interesting. Payne Haas. Is he back? Is he back in fantasy form like we've never seen before, Nicholas? Of course, mate. That's why I kept him. He's an absolute gun. He scored his first try of the year as well. That just makes it even funnier because his break even so low now. So, yeah. Makes it good for the people who don't have him. You'll have to make a choice. You have to get it sooner than maybe rather than later. I'm loving it. Break even of 35. He scored 83. Average of 62. Cost. That's that's the problem. You really have to make a decision if you're going to take out a gun to bring in Payne Haas. Is it worth it, Callum? Yeah, why not? He scored that try. He wouldn't have scored 83 if he didn't score that try. He probably would have got a mid-60s, but still, that's good. You're happy with that. And 
He looks like he's gotten rid of his little um, injuries that he was having troubles with. So, look, if you're wanting to get him, this week is the week to do it, I think. Um, You probably potentially could wait just one more. But really, he's not going to have a a lower um, price, I don't think, for the remainder of the season. So it depends what your money situation is. Um, obviously, trades, everyone's got four trades, as we didn't we forgot to mention at the beginning of the podcast. But four more trades included to everyone's squad. So if you didn't realize that, then get on there and use them all this week. Um, but yeah, he's he's good option. Simple as that. Uh, Pat Carrigan. Nicholas, mm. being a Broncos fanatic, yeah, go ahead. Could be an interesting option next week, maybe. He's had a high break even. It was weird. He came back on and like nearly lost points. Is that right? Callum, you have him, don't you? He lost points. It was, yeah, I don't know why. He gave away a couple of penalties, which one wasn't really a penalty. It was obstruction. Like, yeah, anyway. Um, I was blowing up. I'll tell you what, it's bloody bullshit. He's a good player. Um, he's, yeah, obviously a tackle machine and makes meters. It just seems like if Payne Haas is firing, Carrigan's just going to be happy to offload it to him rather than take hit-ups himself. So Offload my... it, set up the try for him. Yeah, he did. But, yeah, you know what I, you know what I mean? If Payne Haas is hitting it up, Carrigan's probably just going to ball play to him a bit more. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. I think Carrigan's still a hold for, for holders. As an owner, I'm I'm holding him. It's very good from you. Yeah, thank you. But he had 49 from 49 minutes. Comes back on, plays 65 minutes, scores 47. He had a total, I think it was 14 demerits, so he could have scored that mid 60s. Um, you expect him to have a couple of demerits um, for the game, but not as much as what he did. So he still easily could have scored 60. It's not a high 50, so that's that's decent. The mids, you can just hold him. I think. Adam Reynolds, big, 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 big score, 83, break even of 42. He's below 700K. What do we do? Because let's let's be realistic, boys. Broncos are going to make the finals. Is he a half potentially to be in your fantasy team? Yeah, well, it doesn't really matter that he's going to make finals because we don't, we don't play in the finals, so it doesn't really matter. But... My concern is like he's a good good price and everything. My concern is um, like like teams are sort of going to target him on kicks and he could get injured. So if you're low on trades, I don't think it's the best play. Um, yeah, but I mean, if you have a few trades up your sleeve, you're a bit short of cash to get DCE or Munster. Reynolds looks good for me. Adam Dewey is he still looking good? Someone we talked about last episode to bring in, and I did so. And a bit of a letdown, to be honest. Yeah, well, he didn't. He, he lost kick meters, didn't he? Really? Luke Brooks was just kicking all the bloody time. Why? I don't know. He's terrible. And Luke Brooks scored like a 60 or a 70 or something. Like, West Tigers, simple as that. They didn't have their coach there, though. So maybe Brett Kamali might just say next week, what are you just doing? Get the ball to Dewey. Um, and he might bounce back. So if you bought him in last week, no stress, hold. If you didn't buy him in, simple as this, just wait a week, see what he does. All right. Jackson Hastings. Nick? 
I don't know. I don't. I don't trust. I don't trust it to for him to play the whole game in the middle of the field. So, yeah, yeah. You agree, Cal? Yeah, it's tough. If you're wanting to make big moves and a big play, you can consider him. But if you're short of a half, maybe because he's half, right? If you're short of a half, maybe get him. Yeah. Someone I recently just bought in, often Gowie. What a Joe! Move. Let's oh my go. God, what a joke. <laughs> What's the story How is this guy here? Fantasy relevant. He's not fantasy relevant. <laughs> well, he is at the moment, mate. Got a good score of 64 during last round. Come on. What a great move from me bringing him in. I got him too, mate. I'm laughing. 64. He's a hold, probably. He's a hold. I was considering this week if he didn't score as well as we did last, then I would potentially be moving him on to the likes of Payne Haas or David Fafita or maybe some other pot options. Um, but Joe O, you brought him in. Hold, I still don't buy him though. Not in that role that he's got. All right, boys, who's winning this one? Bronx, Tigers. Or Broncos. Is that, an, is that a serious question? Asking, I've Tigers. Every other game. <laughs> Tigers, good. Nah, nah, it'll be it'll be Brisbane. It'll be Brisbane thirteen plus, or is it going to be a close game like the Cowboys? It'll probably no, be close. Nah, Broncos will hold the ball because the Cowboys had um, feet for hands last week. So simple as that. Broncos will win by a lot. All right, alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Let's move on to Sunday. Sunday, first game on Sunday. It is the Knights v Bulldogs. Do we even bother watching this game, lads? No. It's a great game. What's the story, Cal? What what changes are coming, mate? Obviously, Pong is out. Tex Hoy starts for him. Uh, Fitzgibbon is also out. Mitch Barnett moves back to the edge. Brady Jones starts at lock. Um, Jake Avarillo is back at fullback for the Bulldogs. Declan Casey makes way for him. Raymond Fidtella Mariner is out and Jackson uh, Topany or Topine starts on the edge. Josh Jackson moves back to lock as well. All right. Lots of players to discuss in this round, uh, this game, sorry. Kalen Ponga, Nick. Absolute joke. Ah, it's a story of my fantasy season. Love it. (laughs) He could have got knocked out at the end of the game. Would have been fine with that. But no, he has to get two points and lose 30-something K. 40K. Whatever it was. It was 40K, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm trading him out. I just brought him in two weeks ago. Trading him out now. Love that, it. He's at that weird price of uh, under 500. Yeah, he's at crap price. Yeah, what so what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do, bro? I'm trading him. I'm trading him down. Well, I'm trading him and chasing Tamalolo out. So I'm going to be able to get one gun. Who are you thinking? I'm getting Teddy, probably. Just because I need a wing fullback. I need a wing fullback. All right. All right. I like it. Like the move. Uh, David Clemmer. Let's stick with you, Nick. (laughs) Sell him. (laughs) Simple as that. I'll just go straight. I'll just go to him to Payne Haas if you don't. Like, seriously. (laughs) Payne Haas has got a better pedigree than Clemmer. Just get rid of him. All right. Cow, Mitch Barnett. 
Yeah, it's interesting now. Um, he was at lock, and uh, prior to this, Potty, I was saying sell, 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 but he scores better at edge, um, plays the 80 there as well. So if you're willing to give him another week, you can. If not, then you can obviously sell him. Um, a bloke by the name of David Feeder is a similar price, a little bit more expensive. Um, but yeah, Barnett, I'd, I would be tempted to hold. Uh, Frizzell, <laughs> let's talk about Tyson. So, self, yeah, he hasn't, he hasn't Sell been scoring Frizzell. as well. So, TK, baby, yeah, but no, I'd, I'd be definitely selling uh, Tyson this week, upgrading. All right, someone we're definitely not selling though, Callum, is Matt Burton. Talk us through his last performance. Matt Burton is without an out a dead set weapon. Um, I've just realized I've got the wrong order of his pricing there. It's actually Yeah, I was gonna say if he's that price, <laughs> I'm getting him. Not 718. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you don't have him, I will say the same thing. Uh, as I've said earlier, what are you doing? Delete app. Um he is without an out, like I've said, a gun. Um, easy hold. Don't know if I'd captain him. Maybe this week, to be honest, if you're wanting a pod captaincy option. I don't mind him against Newcastle. Um, but yeah, definitely target. You have to get him in. Max King. Should people still bloody have him? Here's another bloody thing. 754 points from last week. Oh, my God. He's a gun. <laughs> Fantasy God. Oh, it's the COVID. <laughs> it's getting to us. I, I oh sold goodness. him last week. Um I'm happy with the sell though. Like he's, he's still scoring well. Um, I sold Josh Jackson as well. If I only had to sell one of them, I probably would have sold Josh Jackson anyway. Cause Max King just is, you know, looks more involved in fantasy wise. Um, if you still have him, I'd keep him though, probably unless you want to move to a gun. Cause he's probably uh, just under the gun level. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Caraz, uh, Caraz with uh, a weird average. Weird price. If you have, if you don't have him in your team, do you even bother? No. Well, I think Nick, you sold him last week as well, didn't you? You got I rid did, of all your yeah. Bulldogs players. Yeah, that's right. I sold him as well a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, he scored okay with forty-two on the weekend. Had that uh, breakaway run down that right edge, but I just think you can sell him now. To be honest, if you're keen to hold, hold. But there's better options. Simple that's as that. Um, Raymond. Let's just talk yeah, about Raymond. Raymond. He's got to be a sell now, doesn't he? Do you know why he's out, Nick? Rib injury, I think. Rib injury. Uh, get rid yeah. of him. I, I, well, they reckon he might only be out for one week. So, do yeah, your own well, research. I, I know a bloke who's selling him, bringing in Murray, Harrison, and that bloke's also bringing in Damien Cook. So, oh. moves. How? <laughs> Send me this team sheet. He's got like 600k in the bank. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So if you could do that, Raymond to Murray, then yeah. Who's he swapping to cook? What the hell? <laughs> God. God at yep. the game. I know. Struggles. All righty. Uh, that's going to be Knights versus Bulldogs, a game everyone must watch. What an exciting game of football for around 20. But in saying that, who's winning, lads? I'm going the dogs. 
Yeah, I'll go dogs. I'll go doggies as well. And the last game to wrap up round 20, boys. Oh, Cowboys again with the last game of the round. They're up against the Dragons. All right. Be a clash. Huh, okay. Clash of the Wiltons. Uh, team changes. Red V, Moses Embi moves back to fullback. Craig Ramsey is out. Uh, I think he's going to be out for a couple of weeks looking at his um, injury from the weekend. Um, for the Cowboys, they appear to be unchanged, although, hello, breaking news, look out. My boy, Ruben Cotter, he's named amongst those extended uh, bench players, so it could be a late inclusion come game day for anyone that has held on to him and anyone looking to bring him back in. Let's talk about Lomax first up. Get it out of the way. What Pod center. Pod. Pod, pod center. Really? Yeah. Simple as that. I wouldn't be bringing him in. Obviously, you need to target the big guns. Um, Talakai's cheaper as well, so I'd say he's a better option. Um, but if you're needing to climb those ranks, if you're playing overall, or if you're just wanting to try and get in front of people in your head-to-head, then Zach Lomax... Isn't the worst option. Um, he doesn't have those monster scores in him, though, as other centers do. Um, but he is fairly consistent and probably will score around the, the 50s, I'd say, for the run home. He's also got the goal-kicking duties. So. Let's move on to the Cowboys. And can we just take this time to acknowledge all of the fantasy coaches who have held on to Nanai through and through from round one right up until now? Congratulations, you've done something special. What an absolute gun at the game. See, Wilton. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to hold him slightly longer than when I sold him, um, but the bloke I bought in did okay in Cameron McInnes. Um, yeah, Nanai, he's scoring good. I don't know if I'd sell him yet, to be honest. I think he's still one of those um, cash cows that you can hold on to well he's not really cash cow anymore is he but no. um he's definitely someone that you can just hold he might score a couple against the dragons this week but you should be looking at trading him out at some point because he is that inconsistent score and he relies heavily on tries which he is capable of scoring but you just need to look at other people that um, are more solid scorers but not this week not this week reese robson absolute gun as well nick yeah, absolute gun. Um, yeah, probably second or third best hooker, depending on your argument. For yeah, it's uh, yeah, he's looking good. Love your input, mate. Uh, let's <laughs> stick with you. Well, there's not much to say. He's and a gun. Get him in the team. Do, like, get him do in. The if same you don't Malolo. Malolo, he can get stuffed, mate. Oh, seriously. Oh. I've had him twice this year, and he's just absolutely. Shut the bed both times. <laughs> Literally shut the bed. Literally shut it. He's so bad. I'm getting him out of my team. Never getting him in my team ever again. That I'm putting that in my you know rule book for next year or whatever. List of list Maybe of a rules. Pick up next year, I reckon. Yeah. No, nah. Nick's not buying him. Everyone else get on. Yeah. Yeah. No, nah, never buying him. He'll score sixties. Yeah, he will score a sixty this week. If you could put a bet on that, I would put definitely put a bet on that. Okay, Ruben Cotter Cow. Yes. Um, I'll just quickly mention as well, I forgot to um, say this, I was trying to find it, but Reese Robson, he scored 20 points, I believe, from like two minutes of football. 
on the weekend that started the game it was <laughs> great i saw it and i was gone oh yes this is this is it we're in for a game i thought as well cowboys would have smashed them then but obviously they were a bit, they felt comfortable and we all know how the story ended but yeah reuben cotter um he's an interesting one he's still got that break in with 48 so it's reachable for him we just need to see what he does coming back from that hamstring injury um obviously if he is included this week you probably shouldn't jump on mm. Um, but in saying that, if you've held him, obviously continue to hold. Hopefully he does okay for you. Uh, shout out to Don there. Um, but yeah, look, I think he's someone that you can potentially pick up come to the end of the se- season. Um, I don't mind the last matchup. If you do happen to make that, um, grand final for your head to head leagues, um, he comes up against Panthers and last time they versed Panthers, I think he scored 70 odds. So, okay. Yeah. He's a, um, a tackle bot, and he just gets base stats points for fun. All right. Oh All right. Dragons, Cowboys, who's winning? Nicholas. Oh, Cowboys. We're going to go with. What are you putting on, mate? What multi are you putting on? I'm not putting – I don't put on I don't put on bets. Only the ones where I have a good feeling, like the Broncos, 13 plus, $6.50. Callum. <laughs> Do I even bother asking you? Uh, yeah, boys. All right. I'm going to go the boys as well. And that is going to be round 20, lads. Around 20 of footy. Tell you what, some good games in there. But we love this part of the, uh, the podcast, boys. We go through our four pillars, our four absolute staples of the potty. And, of course, we have to begin with this one. Player of the week, baby. Who is our predicted player of the week, Callum? My boy, Reuben Cotter, baby. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) You'd love to see it if he did. Um, No, I'm going to go Harrison Grant. Oh. Harry Grant against the Warriors. I like that matchup. Come on, Harry. Harry Houdini. Show me that magic. Nicholas? I'm going with the king, Nathan Cleary. We're tired of hearing it, mate. Just pick someone I'm else. A, come on. Go back through the shows. Come how on. many times I've t- said him? Probably like twice. Come on, Rolls. Pick someone else instead of your bloke. Yeah. I will. Latrell Mitchell. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? Latrell against the Sharks? Come on, baby. Yes, I, I like it. Oh, my. That's too hot to handle that. Good. <laughs> Love it. All right. Let's move on to this one. Goodbye! 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 Why of the week. Who are we bringing in, Nicholas? Uh, for myself, personally, it's James Tedesco. He's, he's um, yeah, wing fullback's a tough position for scorers, and I need him in my team. So, he's in. He's in. And can I just jump in and say that I have chosen the same player because I have traded during this podcast Olakowatu for James Tedesco. Love to see it. So he's my pick. Callum. Um, look, I'm not bringing anyone in this week, um, but the buy of the week for me probably would be David Fafita, I think. Fafita will go back to back. How about paying us? Back. Look, he's a good option as well. Mm. Um, 
I'll just, yeah, all right, I'll go paint house. There you go. Oh, I thought Riley was going to say paint house, but <laughs> I'm not going to say paint house. Get that filthy name out of my mouth. Oh. All right, let's jump into this one. Ah. Uh, cheapy of the week. Callum. Should have done feeder. Oh, I should have gone first. You absolute dog. Back to back. Jojo. Jojo. Nick. Um, well, we did we sort of didn't cover this person during our list. Uh someone the cheapy I'm bringing in this week. So, you know, I'm just giving everyone my secrets away here. But oh, here we go. Dane Marino for the Broncos. So All he's right. got the center spot. <laughs> Callum, don't shake your head at me. <laughs> He's got the center spot over Branko Lee. Branko Lee's named in Jersey 20. So, you know, has he got the center spot locked down until Herbie's back, which is only in finals? He's 220K basement price, baby. I'll get him in. You do that, Nick. I'm going to go with Booth from the Titans. I think he's got a lot to prove, and I think he's got a lot of money in him. So I'm going with Boothy. All right. Let's finish up with this one. Yawn. See you later. Get on your bike, son. Okay? Just keep that in mind. <laughs> Good one, Nick. Sell of the week. I'm absolutely loving this intro, lads. <laughs> Sell of the week. Who are, we, who are we saying goodbye to, Nick? Well, I've, to- I've said the two that I'm selling. I can't really <laughs> think of anyone else. Those two are really on top of the list for everyone who has him. Obviously, Ponga. He's out. Um, because he's concussed, and Jason Tamalolo, just get out of my team. Callum, I'm going to say Stephen Crichton. He's at 26.5% owned still, and he's not playing. I'm not sure how long um, for, but he's got a high break even at 47. So I don't think he's going to reach that time to move him on, bring someone else in, either downgrade or upgrade. Your choice. All right, I'm going to say Olakwatu. Move him on. Wow. Oh, oh, oh. What do you mean? Big Mal? player makes big moves. There, there are some big moves there. Big roles. Well, that's Watch what out. happens when you have bloody seven trades remaining. Yeah, it's uh, all right. Boy, <laughs> Pretty. Anyway. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's another episode done and dusted. Thank you so much for joining us. If you haven't done so already, uh, make sure you follow us on our social media sites. For Facebook, it's Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. For Insta, I'm pretty sure it's just Three blokes, NRL fantasy, Nick. Correct. That's it. Jump on. Give us a like. Give us a follow. See of all, all of our amazing social media posts we post up. Thanks to uh, Callum from the team who does a wonderful job there. I think he's gone a little bit unrecognized for his efforts. So good on you, Cal. Appreciate it, mate. And of course, we love to finish the each episode with our final words from Nick himself. Thank you, and No, we're not playing the song. I was going to play the song, but as you did tell me earlier, that has been banned. So we are now moving to a game between you and Callum. Um, you, oh, only get one, <laughs> you only get one uh, chance to answer. So if you get it wrong, the other person gets exclusive right to the question. Do we have to so buzz in? NRL, who am I? Do we have to buzz in? Yeah, we yeah. use our names. Callum. Say your name. Who am I? You only get one guess as well. So once you guess and you're wrong, the other person gets exclusive. Okay, you ready oh, to go? I love this. Yeah, yeah, let's bring it on, baby. All right. This person was born in 1977 and played their first game in the NRL in 1995.
they played their career all at the one club. Um, they played for Queensland Callum. and Australia. Callum. Darren Lockyer. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh. As soon as you said one club, I'm like, yeah, that's Lockyer. But I just wanted to wait and see if you said Queensland. So. Too good, Callum. Thank you. One nil. That's all. But, you know, we'll do that again, right? you got to get revenge sometime. Yeah, like that's happening. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> we'll see you next round. Have a great one. And uh, go the Gold Coast Titans. <laughs> 